take a look. It's reading Ryan. I can read anything. Dee dee dee. Da 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 Reading Ryan. I can read anything. Wah wah wah. Na na na. Reading Ryan. Reading Ryan. Good metal song. Survive the night. Ryan's Haunted Book Corner, oh. or if you want to call it, uh, Rodeo Ryan's Book Nook. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Pretty good. Book Nook. Uh, attendees, you got me, Ryan, cool guy, book reader. We got Andy. Uh, he loves most things, but he can't read. I That's can't, true. I can't do it. That's very true. And then we've got Amir, who is a quality couch <laughs> appraiser. <laughs> so funny quality uh, couch appraiser oh right yeah <laughs> um so yeah i i've read uh hopefully by the time this comes out i'll have read about 60 books this year damn which is pretty pretty sweet i don't even i don't even know what a book is okay um most of them were either like most of them were ebooks or uh oh, jesus christ the <laughs> The last couple of months have been audiobooks, so I've been going back and forth between different platforms and types. So I've gathered five books that I really, really liked, and then four books that I did not like, and a couple of honorable mentions. I didn't want to go over a bunch of them. Uh, if people like this, then we will, I guess. All right. Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, the first book is called The Last Town by Blake crouch now this is the last book in a trilogy called the wayward pines trilogy oh i know the wayward pines by, it's familiar it's uh it was made into a tv show yeah. called wayward pines wayward yeah pines, yeah um it was fucking amazing can i uh do my uh my analysis of what the what i think the book is about yeah go for it so which is which is uh this uh book called in the series it is called the, the last, the last town. Oh, the last town. So wait, have you seen the Wayward Pine show? I did see the show, so okay. that I guess it, I guess that kind of gives me a little bit of an edge. But uh... then maybe I should go first. Yeah, you go first, Amir. What do you think? So it's I think about? it's about somebody that works in the forestry sector, and um, they are you know analyzing the trees in the area that they work, and then they find these pine trees. But these pine trees are not native to this area that they're in. And that's why they're the wayward pines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
You're Andrew? so right. <laughs> Andrew, what do you think? I would assume it has something to do with, obviously, like, there's this, you know, there, the whole series is that they're in this. Like, Don't la- spoil anything. Oh, God, I can't say anything then. Yeah, well, because right, you, you already know what it's, it's about. It's already about a town, and it's the last one, and some monsters. So I, I what my actual initial real vibe about this was was it kind of the name sort of reminded me of Twin Peaks. So I thought it might have like Twin Peaks kind of vibes. In the show there's definitely some Twin Peaks vibes, but then it oh, completely stop. Oh, yeah, okay. no, in the in the book I didn't get any Twin Peaks at all. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, they tried to make the show very Twin Peaks-esque. There's a mystery at the beginning and then it's once the mystery is revealed it just unravels itself. But Andy's right there's monsters involved. Yeah. Sweet. So uh, the actual synopsis, I didn't write it down because it's the last book in a trilogy. Mm-hmm. I didn't really want to spoil it too much. Uh, my synopsis for the entirety of the trilogy is uh, FBI agent heads to a small town in search of someone. Oh, no. He gets in an accident and wakes up in a hospital in said town. And people are being kind of weird, kind of sus. Us. See that's it, that's that's almost the exact same thing for like besides the accident that's Twin Peaks. Yeah. So that's why people think are like, oh, this is mm. like Twin Peaks, but no, it's no, it it takes a very hard turn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started the trilogy, obviously in 2020 at the end of it, and then, yeah, I just I couldn't couldn't stop reading it, couldn't put it down. It was amazing. Did you watch the show at all? No, when I haven't watched the show at all. When did the series come out? Like five, the book series, six years ago. Oh, the this. book series. I didn't write down when these books came okay. out, but yeah. uh, like twenty tens, somewhere okay. around there, yeah. between twenty ten, twenty twenty, I think. Um, he's done a couple other books, Blake Crouch, that I have read, and just nothing compares to this. This trilogy was so good that once I finished it, I was like, I, I want hmm. it to continue. Like he easily could have continued, but he he had said in like a in an interview that like. He's not. He's not going to. Um, so you'd rate this out of ten. A ten. Out of ten. Uh, Can't start with a ten. Yeah, probably it would. Wow. This one, I think I would rate like an eight point five. Okay. The first one is an easy solid ten. The oh, fuck, it's so good. <laughs> um, are these like really long books? I think they're like average okay. size books. I, I was eating through them pretty, pretty quick, pretty easily. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, the the my only issue with this book or these books, uh, it like I was saying, it ends abruptly. Oh. I I really wish there was more. All right, and that's the first one. That's again the last the last town, town from uh, the third book in the Wayward Pines series by Blake Crouch. But you would recommend the whole three books? Easily. It's so good. Okay. Is it scary? Um, It kind of is. If you try and think about like the plot and stuff, like I said, this this is the only one I don't really want to spoil. Um, okay. Because like, you just, you gotta go read yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, just from knowing the, the TV show at least, uh, yeah, the, this, the spoiler is a big one. It changes yeah. the, the whole dynamic. I love it. books that kind of leave a lasting impression on me, and I think about them, you know, what, did that happen to you with this book? Um, Not in the way you're probably thinking mm. of, but a few books on this list did. Okay. This one, I was just like, this book is so fucking good. That, that was basically my only impression. All right. All right. So 
Next, we've got a book I didn't enjoy. Uh, it's called Dark Matter by Michelle Paver. Hmm. It is a fuck, uh, this is a hard word to say epistolary hmm. book. I don't think I've heard that word. An epistolary book is basically found footage for books. Oh, you, you've liked a few of those, though, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Can you explain that? So this book is written in the style of diary entries. Oh, so sort of like World War Z. Yes, yeah. that, that would be an epistolary. Um, I do like quite a few books that are like that. But uh, unfortunately, this one this one has huge, like really good ratings, super positive. But I just, hmm. I thought it was boring. Um, Same author, right? No. He also has a book called Dark Matter. Oh, that's yeah. what I was seeing. Yeah. I see. No, Dark Matter by Michelle Paver. Gotcha. So, just by the name, Amir, what do you think it's about? Uh, I'm going to guess that this is um, based on sci-fi. Maybe some scientists are involved who... Because um, I know what the concept of dark matter is, and that's immediately right, where right. my head goes to. So, I think it might be something, something to, do to, with to do with that. deep space. Okay. Andy, what do you think it's about? Oh, man. Okay, so it's like a point of view type of like found footage type story right it's through diary entries it's just diary entries of someone's um (laughs) (laughs) experience with ibs (laughs) and the dark matter that comes out of them i didn't know michelle paver is your pen name (laughs) um shit (laughs) the, the other guess i have is that it's a play on words, so it's not actually to do with dark matter at all, but maybe somebody that goes through traumatic events in their life in just like a realistic domestic way. So you're both way off. I would assume. Yeah. So. Uh, so I'll just read you the synopsis here. So I took a rough synopsis of what I remembered slash what's on Goodreads, and then I did my own dumb synopsis. Of course. So. 1937, Jack joins an Arctic expedition along with four other men to an out-of-use mining camp, I think. Can't really remember. Um, The men leave all except Jack. He stays behind, and then some spooky stuff starts to happen, and he's writing diary entries the entire time. Hmm. So kind of like the thing. Kind of, but it's not body horror. This is a... Creature. I'm just gonna say it. This is a like a, a haunting. Oh, a haunting! Mm-hmm. Book. A haunting yeah. in the in the Arctic sounds yeah. like a great premise. Yeah. And like, it is a good book, I will say, <clears throat> but it just wasn't for me. Uh, basically, yeah. Um, my synopsis is: Dear diary, day twenty three in the spooky Arctic. Saw a ghost, so there's that. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, I'm definitely not going crazy. <laughs> that's my synopsis like i said you want to hear mine yeah it's uh day 69 (laughs) and it's been a while since uh the emodium actually was working (laughs) and things have gotten pretty rough pretty brown the toilet has been frozen for the last 69 days (laughs) and the shit is piling up (laughs) oh my god so I miss you, mom. <laughs> uh, the reason I wasn't super into it, like I do like sl- certain slow burn books done right, but just not a lot happens in this book. Okay. Uh, the fear is mostly the fear of not knowing what's happening, what's mm. out there kind of stuff. Is there anything that alludes to the title? Like why is it called Dark Matter? Do you remember? Because it's dealing with a dark matter. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I didn't really like it. I would give this maybe like 
three or a four out of ten. Wow. Um, although I didn't like it, I would actually still highly recommend it. Is it based on a real person? It uh, might because I believe she's done other books that are based loosely on real life events and people. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Next, we've got. Oh, well, yeah. So you gave us your official rating. It was three. Like three out of ten. We'll say 3.5. 3.5. But 3.5 what out of 10? 3.5. Emodiums. <laughs> Emodiums out of 10. <laughs> Although, with a caveat of, I would recommend this book to people interest i think people it just wasn't for me but i can understand why it's a good book and it's again it wasn't for you because there was just wasn't enough that happened yeah it just it was too slow burn with not a big enough payoff for me okay wouldn't it be so funny after all these episodes that we have done on the podcast trying to get a sponsorship from Good Host that and we get PBR. Emodium. <laughs> it sounds funny, but based on what I've heard from other podcasts, it's always these weird fucking companies that end up sponsoring like, podcasts. And to be fair, I'm not going to be picky. Whoever wants yeah. to pay us money to sponsor. Oh, yeah, no. And there's a lot oh. of like weird sex-related sponsors out there that tend to sponsor a lot of podcasts. Yeah, so definitely. I wouldn't be surprised like, if we get like a, a weird underwear or condom. Like I'd love to get like just a butt plug sponsorship oh i thought you were just gonna cut it with i would just just love to get a butt plug (laughs) i actually joked to andy that i was getting you a butt plug for christmas and i said he might already have a few yeah no (laughs) anyway missed opportunity moving on next book is called negative space by br jaeger i fucking love this book this book is oh i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it this is this is the type of book that i felt powerful emotions after i had read it like i felt super depressed oh i love a book like that and like just strung out it felt like all my emotions were out on the outside Mm. it was raw it was real before we get into what we think this book is about i want to ask andy so we know this book had that effect on ryan are are there books you can remember at the top of your head that have had that impact on you just like left you emotionally just raw can Uh, you remember the last book you read I, I can't say for real books because I never read real books. Okay, but comic books count as real books. Yeah, no, they're definitely real books. Okay, then just think of a comic a different... that left you really oh, emotional. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Descend- Descender uh, by Jeff Lemire. It is, yeah, it's such a... That's the one with the, the kid robot or yeah. something, right? Oh, man, that that book is amazing. Uh, I, Sweet Tooth, I cannot say anything uh, like that. That book is... Uh, I don't want people to see my feet. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe they're into that. No, uh, Sweet Tooth is still one of my favorite books. It always makes me feel like... It made me feel depressed. It made me feel happy, sad, you know. Yeah. Uh, joyful at the end of it. Uh, I can't think of any, like, huge ones right now. I, I'll make a list. One Amir? For, yeah, one for me. Um, I, I've mentioned it before to Ryan, I think. It was the book called Blindness, which uh, there is a movie based on by Jose Saramago. And essentially, it the gist of it is that somebody is waiting in traffic. Uh, they're at a red light. The car behind them is like, what the fuck's going on? But they're actually, uh, the green light's on No now. spoilers if you're going to spoil, because I do have this primed and ready to go on audiobook. Yeah, sure. No spoilers. but um, I the, do know that basically everybody loses their sight, right? Yeah. So this guy's stuck in traffic because he realizes he suddenly can't see. Um, it turns out there's a blindness uh, pandemic that starts getting people super blind. 
there's one portion of the movie where they have to put uh, in the book sorry that they have to put people in in these camps to keep them safe and it just reveals how fucking cruel people can be but it also reveals that in the darkest times that there is still humanity left in the world when things seem like they you know can't get any more bleak right um, strongly recommend it so to kind of side story this um i just finished a book that has kind of the same feel called post-mortal hmm. um and it's basically about a scientist creates a cure for aging hmm. and then it's a diary like an electronic diary of somebody who got the cure and lives to be about a hundred and something but has the body of a 29 year old and it's basically just how humanity just takes a dive i love that mm. and at the first half i was like this isn't bad and then it starts really getting into this stuff and you're like okay this is getting scary real <laughs> does it also then reveal the maybe benefits of dying yeah so that there's that's so weird that you mentioned that because another book by the same author i mentioned is actually called um either death with or death without interruptions. And it's essentially about like some sort of disease that prevents people from dying and how that impacts society. And it reveals a lot of insights that people wouldn't think about about death, which I found really fascinating. But yeah, okay. um, in so, terms of yeah, what I think about negative space. Negative space, what do you think it's about? I think it's about someone who lives in an apartment and um, they start collecting uh, phone books <laughs> and then they just get obsessed with collecting them and they begin hoarding these books, and then they turn into hoarders of other things, and they have no more space left. Negative space. <laughs> Andy? Uh, it's about the uh, Vancouver uh, housing market and how there uh, is nothing left because everyone is hoarding it or it's too expensive. Okay, well, you're both not even close, okay. <laughs> obviously. Um, so the Goodreads summary... Four teens in a New Hampshire mill town abuse a bizarre hallucinogen called Worrell in order to cope with a devastating suicide epidemic. And um, hmm. mine is basically, let's do Worrell! Worms and tendrils coming out of my bodies. I got the need to kill myself. <laughs> so people, there's something that's forcing people to want to kill themselves? sort of this is another this is sorry i said the last town was the only one but this is another oh, book where okay. you have to go in <laughs> blind i read this book solely because somebody mentioned it was a mix between uh uzumaki by junji ito and something else and i was like i'm sold i'll read it oh sorry i want to uh go back there a bit uh i, I never mentioned junji ito and he is one of my favorites uh, all of his uh, work is so messed up, and so does like, it give you a dread sense at the end, though? It's, okay, so I was reading Tomi. I finished Tomi finally. It took me forever to read it. It's a very large collection of stories. Uh, some of those stories left me with some dread. Okay. Like I'm like, this is fucked up. Why did he think of this? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, this book is uh, easily my favorite read of this year. It was it's a polarizing book you either absolutely love it and think it's one of the best things ever written or you just you didn't get it you didn't like it it's garbage but this book fucking has everything and it's i don't know personally i thought it was powerful i love the way it was written 
it's scary in a uh in a real raw way for like everyday life but also in a broader horror sense where do you read all your books so i mostly do kindle and kobo Hmm. um i buy the odd physical copy here and there but it's it's so expensive right now to do so the cover of this book is really fun it's super cool it is really creepy um whirl and then audible for audiobooks and then like unabridged stuff when i can get it and all Hmm. that um yeah, this book, easy 11 whorl worms out of 10. <laughs> so whorl is a worm? It's a drug, and it makes you see, like, tendrils or worms coming out of people, hmm. kind of. And well, why just, are you staring at me? I just, <laughs> I just needed somebody to connect with. Absolutely amazing. If hmm. you do end up wanting to read it or... Perhaps you've already read it. I don't know. I don't know what the viewers. I don't know what you do with your life. Uh, I would also highly recommend the Cipher by Keith Koja, which I read in 2020, Mm. and that's another book that is fucking crazy. This sounds like it would make a great movie. Negative Space. It would. Oh, uh, it was a mix between uh, Uzumaki and Donnie Darko. That's what they said. So I was like, I have to read this. Would you agree that's the right uh, comparisons? Yeah, I would say angsty teenagers and just Depressed. crazy Depressed horror 30-year-olds. Because <laughs> it seems like it connects to you know societal issues that we're dealing with right now. Yeah, hmm. amazing read. Um, next book is another one I did not enjoy, even though I wanted to so badly. And this book is called Last Days by Brian Evanson, I believe. Okay. So... I'm going to tell you right now, your guys' synopsis on what you think the book's about is going to be nowhere near what it is. Wouldn't it be really funny if I actually like pinpointed? on? Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, what the fuck? Amir, what do you think Last Days is about? Don't read it. Oh, okay. I can't. I can't read it. It's not to be confused with Last Days by Adam Neville. That's a different Um, book. hmm. Last Days. Hmm. I'm going to say it's either about some sort of apocalyptic thing or uh it's like that's all i got <laughs> riveting andrew what do you think it's so he about? just says it's it's the last days is post-apocalyptic yes. apocalyptic. or it is apocalyptic okay. okay uh so the last days uh so the last days is when <laughs> Holy fuck, the actual thing sounds insane. It's when you run out of emodium and <laughs> and and your your oh, your stomach is just what? just oh eating itself. <laughs> and you're like you look at the calendar and you're like, "Oh, yes. The last days of of living without without, you know, having terrible diarrhea." This joke is and just it's bad. Oh man, you just Okay, please read the actual synopsis. Can't wait for your last okay. days. I have some questions. So, obviously, neither of you are even close. This is a noir crime book. Uh, Detective Klein is forcibly recruited to solve a murder in the religion slash cult Brothers of Mutilation. He's made to solve the case because he recently lost his hand to a killer, and the Brotherhood of Mutilation is all about amputing amputees amputating themselves, and the more you have, the higher up you are in. And this was a bad book. 
Yeah. But it, it sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah the synopsis sounds... says a, a brutally dismembered detective, but it's just his mm. hand that was... Later, I, I don't want to spoil yeah, it, okay. obviously, but... Was, was it his pee-pee? No. No oh. pee-pees were hurt. Really? As far as I what? know. As far as I know. Oh, that sounds like a, a missed opportunity. Yeah, you go right for the pee-pee. That should give you, like, massive appeal in this cult. I found myself... Like, look, guys, I ain't got a dick. <laughs> <laughs> really having to force myself to finish uh. it. I didn't... I wanted to like it so much because that synopsis yeah. sounds amazing, right? Sounds great. Um, my synopsis for this is Detective probably wishes he still had his other hand, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, he doesn't want to do the case, but he does the case anyways. And then while he's doing the case, he really wants to stop doing the case but he just keeps doing the case and then uh (laughs) my last thought on it was if i was the detective i'd be walking around their compound be like a lot of amputees around here (laughs) okay yeah all right so you give that uh uh well so it's a a noir with like a grotesque twist um and i do like noir the the mutilation in it does get pretty intense um, like I said, I really wanted to enjoy this book because of the premise, but I just found myself really forcing myself to get through it, and I just kind of found it boring. How much of that has to do with the writing style of a book versus the content? Do you find that you're you're thinking about the way a book is written? Because I think about a book like um, there's two books I, I'm thinking about. One is Clockwork Orange, and the other one is Train Spotting. Mm. Those are mostly because they were Fucking written in love. Train Spotting. I love Clockwork Orange. I wasn't. I, I'm sure I would love Train Spotting, but I found that I had to get. It past the language took a couple hours of reading it to finally start to click what some words meant i'm still so i've i've tried to read or i've read a clockwork orange twice and it's very hard to like i i think i remember having a cheat sheet of what actual <laughs> you kind of need it yeah right? and like the words like i was like okay what word is that okay for me it was more just like needing to really immerse myself in the world it's i guess it kind of is like you know when you're learning a language they always say that you have to go to that place and i feel like mentally you kind of have to get lost in right, this world right. to... so for this book i would say it probably doesn't have to do with mm. the way it's written mostly because like most books doesn't have much to do with the way it's written if i don't like it it's always about the substance of the book and i just i didn't like it so i would give this probably four dismembered hands uh four nubby fingers out of ten four (laughs) there you go (laughs) next book one i enjoyed fuck i should have put their names with it but oh well uh between two fires <laughs> by Christopher Wellman, Buellman, Bueller. His his name's hard. So between two fires, between two ferns. <laughs> Amir, what do you think it's about? A firefighter in a small town of Arkansas is. Um, Are you talking about the fireman by Joe Hill? No, okay. I'm talking about this book that you're just talking about, <laughs> Between Two Fires. And um, it actually isn't about fire at all. It it is about a firefighter. But um, he's caught in a love triangle. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Andy? So the movie, or the movie, the book is Between Two Fires? Between Two Fires. That's what the book is called. Maybe it is about, uh, there's a a fire on one end of the town. Okay. And there's a fire on the other end of the town. And in the middle. You need to shit. Is buried the treasure. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're both... (laughs) <laughs> horribly wrong 
This is a dark horror fantasy book. It's Ooh. set during the Black Plague. Following a disgraced knight, a young girl who sees angels and a drunken priest on a quest to confront the evil that is destroying the earth because she believes it's actually demons doing it. It's pretty hot. Okay, well, the little girl's like 10 or something. Oh, no, so. not her. The story is yeah, pretty hot. It's okay. a lot of... Why are you staring at me? Go, get out of here. <laughs> uh, my synopsis for this was, On my honor, I shall escort this young lady to her goal. Oh, fuck, there's demons. <laughs> This book was very good. I, I enjoyed it. It seems complicated, but it also seems fun. It's it's fun. It's not complicated at all. Mm. Actually, it's pretty straightforward. Mm. Um, this book's pretty popular, so I, I think I will talk about it a little bit more than the other ones. Um, I really went into this book thinking it was mostly just going to be about the Black Plague, and then all of a sudden, the knight's fighting a serpent demon with a oh. human face. Oh, that's creepy. And Even just a book about the Black Plague sounds interesting. On yeah, own. but it was cool to see this and that they were like, okay, well, what if it's a Black Plague, but like there's actual demons afoot doing shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a bleak book. It's a sad read. It's it's just very good. I really liked it quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this one I would also highly recommend. And I give this, I'm going to say eight drunk priests out of 10. <laughs> right. Is that a spoiler? No, I know he's you. in this. He's uh, in the yeah. story. The characters, what? I should say as well. The three characters are really good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you for your time. <laughs> uh, next, we've got a book I didn't enjoy. And this book is called I'm Thinking of Ending Things by Ian Reed. Okay. I think I may have heard of, heard of this. Well, it, was made into a Netflix movie. Is that why? That's probably why you've heard of it. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm I'm, a, I'm simple. I'm a simple folk. Amir, what do you think it's about? What's it called again? I'm thinking of ending things. I I'm I'm. Uh, it has to be about somebody that's really depressed and they want to kill themselves. You know what? That's what I thought when I first uh, saw the title. Well. Uh, it's about someone bra- oh. breaking up with someone. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. That's yeah. What I so Jake is taking his girlfriend to meet his parents while she is thinking about breaking up with him. While she contemplates the reasons behind separating, they end up at Jake's family home where strange things seem to be happening. Oh. It's a spooky breakup story. Uh, my synopsis is her boyfriend is pretty amazing is a pretty amazing catch. But something seems fishy. Mm. Whatever, I'll break up with him after I go visit his parents. <laughs> uh fucking topic the overall arcing of the book so interesting and uh i should mention i did this through audiobook and i feel like if i had read it i would have enjoyed it but the audiobook was just i didn't enjoy it were the other books that you read just straight right reading were the audiobooks as well uh the last ones we've been doing were straight reading yes so because yeah i find that if i i haven't actually listened to an audiobook before but i think depending on who was reading it i could very very much probably shouldn't have gotten uh joe biden to do the voice of the boyfriend (laughs) teen heartthrob joe biden (laughs) yeah um i wouldn't necessarily say it was the person's voice that's uh narrating the book was bad i just I don't know. Didn't do it for me. Okay. I don't know what else to say. Um, I just found it kind of like too long and tedious, like it was droning on until it finally got to the end. Um, I do want to just like spoil the twist in it, but if either of you are looking to 
watch the movie. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. So, spoiler alert. So, if you don't want to be spoiled, skip ahead, I guess. Uh, probably, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds or some shit. I don't fucking know. Um, so, the twist is that it's all in Jake's head. Oh. He has uh, split personalities. Oh. And it's... There's like a sub story where I think he had killed people or was uh, abused while he was working at a school or something. I can't really remember it too well, but as soon as the twist happened, I was like, oh, okay, I think I'm kind of done with that that trope right now. Is like it's just them having a men- like yeah. having mental illness. Like I do like that in some stories, some movies, some books. Yeah, but I feel like it's overplayed now. Um, this book was also super polarized. Either people thought it was amazing or hated mm. it. And unfortunately I hated it. Uh, I give this book two mental illnesses out of oh. 10. Okay. So next we've got a short novella. <laughs> That's so stupid. He's been playing with this pinhead toy for this whole um, time. I don't have toys at This home. book is called... At home? You're not at home. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't have toys at home. Yeah. That's why I'm playing with so, the toys here. Oh, I see. So this book... <laughs> It's called We Need to Do Something by Max Booth III. It was also made into a movie, and I did watch the movie. And again, the title, sorry, I missed it. We Need to Do Something. Amir, what do you think it's about? I can almost guarantee neither of you are going to get this again. Okay, I mean, that's been the case for every book. I got Um, one of them. That's true. I got one of them. That is true. Uh, I think it's about uh, possession. Mm. It's about... Some sort of. What are you doing with your hands there? I don't. I'm just warming them up. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, or the, the the title is, we have to do something. We need to do. We something. We need to do something. Okay, so it's about some people that are <laughs> needing to do something <laughs> to survive. You know, I pictured this episode going much differently in my head. How so? I don't know. You thought we would be funnier or uh, more respectful or... No, I don't don't give a shit. Yeah, a little more nude, I guess. More nips. So you're both completely wrong. This book is about a family of four, a mother ready to leave her husband for another man, a young son who might have a disability. I can't remember if it said that or not in the book a drunk father, abusive, and a teenage daughter with a dark secret. They get caught in a major storm, and they take shelter in their bathroom. Unfortunately, they get trapped within from a falling tree. I know the movie now. Thinking they'll be rescued soon, eerie things begin to happen, and tensions start to rise. Okay. You mean you've seen this? What's that? You said you know the movie now. Now I know the movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know the movie. My personal synopsis for this is what happens when you get trapped in a bathroom with your nagging mom, your drunk asshole dad, and your bratty brother, and maybe, maybe you've done a little bit of witchcraft. Hmm. It's not a good combination. Thoughts? This book's awesome. Uh, Novella. I, I really enjoyed it. It's... I am going to spoil it a bit, so get fucked. Oh. Yeah, because you're going to go out and read it, right? I. You can watch the movie, I guess. The movie actually 
keeps with the topic of the book quite well. Maybe I want to start reading books. Maybe <laughs> the, I have um, a, a thirst for knowledge. Okay, well, you're not going to learn anything from these books. I might. Maybe I want to feel something I've never felt before. Um, like a loving embrace. <laughs> <laughs> this book is super intense, even though it's all based within the washroom so the whole movie takes place in the washroom. Yes. I love the, the book. Sorry. You don't see anything that's happening outside of it at all. How big is the bathroom? Uh, in the movie, it's quite big. Hmm. Yeah. I like Bigger than this room. I like movies and books that are contained in an area. I think of like Panic Room as one yeah, that I really liked. It was, it was great. There was a lot of tension from the different characters, the family, and like thrown in a little bit of spice here and there with uh, the daughter's backstory with her girlfriend mm. and some shitty stuff happening and whatever's going on outside because a little spoiler, it might not be a storm that happened outside. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, the movie's fucking awesome too. Yeah. Okay. I would, I would say watch the movie as well. Uh, really good. Highly recommend it. I would give it nine tongues out of 10. Oh, that must mean something. Yes. <laughs> must mean something if you're saying it. <laughs> Next, we've got a book I did not enjoy, and that is Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first in the Southern Reach trilogy. Uh, I'm it's assuming called the Southern Reach, Reach trilogy. trilogy. Okay. So have you both seen the movie? No. You haven't, you haven't seen, seen Annihilation? Anni oh, no, no, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I dozed off there for a second. So then... He's looking on Craigslist. Natalie Portman. This isn't Craigslist. <laughs> oh. So then your guys' synopsis, what you think the book's going to be, is basically roughly the movie. Okay. Correct? So the book is quite different. Uh, and I'm going to say, this is one of the few times the movie was so much fucking better. Mm, I hated this goddamn book. It was so boring. I might get hate for it because this is another book where it's like, oh, it's really good or, oh, it's really bad. Fucking garbage. Can I, I, can I say that uh, if I didn't know what the movie or the, the book was about and I heard Annihilation, I would have said that is My what... My b-hole after Taco Tuesday. Hardcore sex. <laughs> no, I was going to say it's just about like the end of the world and stuff like that. Which it kind of is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, nothing to do with um, bowel movements. I'm not... <laughs> I don't go for that... That so, potty so humor. In 2014, it actually won the Nebula Award for Best Novel. I hated it. Uh, huh. So, a small group head into Area X in search of answers, but no answers are found. Um, yeah, this it was confusing. It was boring. Is it because of the writing style or just kind the of content? Just it's so it's from the viewpoint of the uh, biologist, I believe, the main character, Natalie Portman's yeah. character. And she just goes on and on about all this selfish bullshit I don't care about. Hmm. Um, there's more than just a lighthouse. They don't really see a town. Uh, and then there's a like upside down tower that goes down into the into the ground. Mm -hmm. And that's where like the alien kind of thing is. And it just it was a boring book. Do I don't, I really don't have much to say. Do on you this. think if it was in the perspective of uh, like the, all the the team members, would it be better instead of just her uh, perspective? No. no. Are there um, other books you can think of where you like the movie more? Like I really liked um, the Shining book, for example, but I actually did enjoy the movie more because I felt like the book was way too long. Um, I don't. Not off the top of my head. 
Okay. Like the only one, yeah, no, because most of the books have been amazing, and then the movies have been. Uh, the Mist. I didn't even read that book. Yeah. Oh yeah, the movie. Even Stephen yeah. King said the movie was better. Yeah, the movie's better because yeah. of the ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I would give this book probably like one and a half spores wow. out of ten. I just I hated it. Wow. I don't know what else to say. Next, we've got. Then this is the final good book, and then I'll do some quick honorable mentions afterwards. Um. This book is called The Descent. It's the first book in the Descent series, and it's by Jeff Long. Nothing, has, nothing to do with the movies? No. No, not the cave-dwelling creature movie series. Um, so I think this is going to be about somebody's um, descent into madness. Oh, I was going to say that. Oh. <laughs> so say uh, something. So uh, it's the, they're going scuba diving, and they encounter a scary monster named Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Not teen heartthrob. Okay, so this book, this is my own synopsis. Demons are real. They live under us in the earth and they're hungry. Are they in the ground, not the uh, water? No, not in the water. This book, so good. Um, a lot of people don't like it because it's very graphic and uh, kind of like sexualized and like gross. Mm. There's a lot of mutilation and stuff in it. Uh, it's, it's fucking awesome. I hear the other books in the series aren't that good. So I stopped with this one because it was so good. I didn't want to ruin it hmm. just in case. Uh, basically, the book starts with people in different parts of the earth in different timelines um, coming into contact with these creatures uh that are killing people or just mutilating them to be part of their clan and we find out that the earth is hollow and just a large connecting uh maze like thing it's kind of like uh godzilla if you saw uh godzilla versus kong and then uh, it, they're basically humans living under the earth, but they're a different type. Like oh. they're not Homo sapiens. There's something else. There's something That's worse. Creepy. And something the, worse. Well, we're not great. Oh. <laughs> and um, so the book basically starts with them being mentioned, and then the next half is people going down trying to map it out because people want to make obviously contact. will make money off of oh. these tunnels and stuff. Hmm. Would it be considered a horror book or more science fiction? I would say horror just because of how fucking, like, it's graphic. Okay. Okay. There's, there's, like, uh, like there's the some violence is graphic? The or violence th- is extremely graphic because these beasts that live down in the earth um, mutilate themselves and people, kind of like last days, but mm. not so much amputating them. Okay. Um, and one of them, it's kind of a spoiler. But I just I, I need to say it. Uh, basically, they think it's hell down there, and this is every religion's depiction of hell actually uh, was real, and there is an actual Satan that lives down there. What? It's you just you. I would highly, <laughs> highly recommend this book. It's fucking what's, amazing. What's the name of this one? The Descent. Descent. The Descent. Okay. Uh, it's very gory. It's very hard to read in a like. There's 
uh, some rape scenes, I will say, mm. in it. There's, there's some tough scenes, but it's it's super I've good. I've read Stephen King. I can handle it. <laughs> All he's obsessed with is rape and like genitals. It's true. Um, yeah, I would highly recommend if you like gory stuff. Uh, I like the twists in the book. I would give this probably nine and a half carved in your skin symbols out of 10. <laughs> Um, just a note. Probably have like five, six minutes to wrap. Okay. Well, then I will quickly go through some honorable mentions then. So I put down four honorable mentions that other books I really liked. Uh, 14, which is the first book in the Threshold series by Peter Kleins. It is about a man moves into a very cheap apartment complex and then finds out some strange stuff is happening in it and bonds with his other apartment uh, people, neighbors hmm. is probably the right word. Um, this book was awesome. This book is very cosmic horror. Okay. Mm. I like those. But set in a big apartment complex. Yeah, you don't hear that very often. Very, very good. Um, Peter Klein was another author that you mentioned in a different book earlier, wasn't there? No. Oh, okay. No, I no. think there was a character named Dr. Klein. Do- oh, Detective Klein. Yeah, Detective Klein. Um, Next, we have Smithy by Amanda Desiree. Uh, I mentioned this book to you guys before. This book is about a group of a main scientist and then a group of like college graduates, whatever you want to call them, scientist people, go to a rent out a house to teach a chimpanzee sign language. And there's a ghost that only the chimpanzee can see, and he's trying to sign language <laughs> Man, about it. Man, that old tale. And it's keep, weird. keep repeating it um, all over again. This book is not scary at all. <laughs> I wasn't scared at all, but I really enjoyed it. Huh. It's also epistolary, so right. each person has their own like journal and all this other stuff. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Hmm. Next, we've got Scanlines by Todd Keesling. This That's is a very familiar. Uh, this is a shorter story. This one is kind of a tough read. It was okay, but I added it as the honorable mentions because for some reason he got the inspiration for this book from an actual suicide. Oh, by um, Do you guys know this uh, American politician? I think it was like, I can't remember when, maybe the 70s, mm-hmm. 80s or whatever. He did TV. a press conference yeah. and then shot himself oh, in the yeah. face. Yeah. So this book is about how there was a VHS recorded of it. And if you watched it, uh, it would haunt you and get you to kill yourself. Wow. So it wasn't bad. It's a quick read. That's a cool uh, concept, though. It is, definitely. And then my final for honorable mentions is The Sandman by Neil Gaiman, the audio drama on Audible. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. I wish there was more of this. It's Mm -hmm. so fucking good. The only reason it's an honorable mention because it's not really horror, and it's like horror sci-fi. Kind of, but it, it, it was so good. James McAvoy is the voice of Dream in it. Oh, cool. Yeah, they got some uh, I don't know, audio big, dramas were a thing. They got some big hitters. Yeah, they yeah. got some really heavy cool. hitters. Um, the next ones I'm hoping to read are some, or listen to, are some alien audio dramas, because mm. apparently they're also really good. Um, yeah, that's it for the books, I guess. Uh, I want to give an honorable mention to this uh, fucking intense book I read uh, a couple weeks ago. It's called Horton Here's a Who. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was really interesting, though. I would definitely be down to do another episode. Like yeah, that. so maybe we'll do a ne- another one. Maybe we'll post this as a video, but... Maybe we'll also... Part uh, of me's thinking we're not going to. I we're could, just going to do this as audio for right now. I could uh, 
jump in and uh, take over and show some comics that I like. That would be great, honestly, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, if you want us to do this again, uh, mix in some comics and stuff too, whatever. Like, I got lots of books I've read, so I would love to talk about some more and maybe go more in depth with fewer books. Yeah. Like this was just kind of a test in the water kind of thing, Mm -hmm. just like our spooky talks. So, yeah, um, I guess I will outro us. If you want another one, you can contact us through our social medias, which I guess I'll have to have Amir say it because I don't have them up here. Yeah, on Instagram, we're at s.t.n underscore podcast. On Twitter, we're at stnpod. And you can also search up our Facebook group by just typing in Survive the Night Podcast. And you can email us at Survive the Night Podcast at gmail.com. He's at, he has them memorized. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, he's good. only said them 25 yeah. times. No. <laughs> 20, 28 times Probably, now, yeah. I think. Um, all right. I've been your host for this episode, Rodeo Reading Ryan. <laughs> and I've been here with the appraiser of couches, Amir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the guy who likes most stuff, Andy. It's me. I like stuff. Um. I'll catch you next time in Ryan's book nook. Bye. Bye.